What up, what up, what up? Hey, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Hey, I just want to let you know, I know everybody can't always support and donate uh, to the podcast, but hey, if you can do a one-time donation, I put up a buy me a coffee uh, link in this description of the podcast. So if you go to the description of the podcast, it'll be at the bottom, and you can just uh, go to that link and you buy me a cup of coffee, or two if you want. And uh, that would just help support the show, and uh, I can... I can wake up a little bit more and bring you more info so thanks for listening to the podcast if you can donate that would be much appreciated and let's get on to the show what up what up what up welcome back to lockdown universe some of the bizarre peculiar and unheard of stories of ufo legend and paranormal lore welcome back welcome back Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourselves. Today I wanted to talk to you about a really interesting story that I came across uh, in re-watching Randy Kramer on Cosmic Disclosure. Now, if you're not familiar with Randy Kramer, I mean, I know most of my listeners have probably been listening to me for a while now. Um, but he is a uh, Marine in the Secret Space Force, and now he's a uh, like a pivotal figure. Uh, to release uh, disclosure inf- information through various channels. Now, as he's talking in his very first episode, <clears throat> he gets permission. He gets, he gets, well, he's, he's talking to Emery Smith. It's just two guys on a stage talking to each other. And Randy's telling him information, and he's telling him that he gets permission to speak about all of these topics and gets to speak to his commander back at the base as well and randy you know kind of like he asks him basically he says hey how do you get stay in touch with your commander while you're out you know in in public what if they you know need to relay some information to you he's not on the battlefield anymore he already did his 20 and back so he's kind of like out in the field like relaying information um as a kind of a public liaison if you will you know or um, public relations PR person and one of the really interesting things that I never caught before and I'm really surprised that I didn't because I'm pretty good about like very you know finding finding the really particulars on the interesting things and then you know relaying those um, but what I didn't catch was that he brought up that they he actually communicates with uh, his his team back home back at the home base with certain folks like the higher ups through an implant that he has. He says he has a two way walkie talkie type device at the base of his neck and then implanted in inside the brain. They have kind of like a Neuralink communicator that allows them to have hive mind communication with the upper echelon of the secret space force and i know this sounds like we're going down this wild rabbit hole of ridiculousness but like if it wasn't for the fact that Neuralink actually exists i might write this off and say this guy's a bit batty or something but since we have a civilian in elon musk i mean who knows he might be an alien who knows we don't know but this guy's already has his company Neuralink and he's already put it into like you know some animal trials and it's already worked 
why wouldn't the government have this 10 years ago, 20 years ago? You know, we already know that they're bare minimum 50 to 70 and maybe even 100 and 150 or maybe even thousands of more years advanced than our regular population is. So why isn't it possible that he could have some sort of hive mind-like development inside his brain so that they he can communicate? Now, what Emery talks about is, well, what about MRIs? When you have to go in for a medical exam, isn't this going to show up? Well, like we know, right, most alien implants don't even show up. You may get a few that show up on, like, certain imagery that look like a little piece of rice stuck in your leg or something like that. But if the government's smart, and they are, they develop it to be bioengineered to look like something that would already be in the brain. Or if it was implanted deep in the brain, you're not going to see it on an x-ray. You know, you're going to see it maybe in an MRI that's going to take an hour to, to get through. So if you're going through, you know, airport security, you know, it's not going to set it off. It's not made of metal. Okay, they have these these, you know, pieces of flesh that they can create, um, you know, robots out of, basically. They have these little nano robots that are made out of, like, little little pieces of, like, rubber-like material, and it's there. <clears throat> so it's already inside his brain. He can communicate with them and, and do what he needs to do. Now, what's also interesting is Emery is a lab doctor he's he's a lab technician he's a lab uh you know rat if you will you know he basically he just does every, he's a surgeon he'll go in and he'll, he'll cut out different things he'll work on different things so um he talked about the fact that he's actually taken these units out of people that were malfunctioning and replaced them so emory's already done this on people what's interesting with randy too is that randy stated that when he came back from the 20 and back program his consciousness was taken out of the old body and put into this new clone. So his body is actually a clone. He stated that the mind is a quantum liquid that they can take and basically pour out, you know, in, in theory, not in theory, but like, you know, in, in an ideal term, you know, or a simplistic term, kind of pour out of one human, pour into another human. Um, so his body that he currently has as a clone, he, st he stated that these clone bodies already have these implants built in. He also stated that he already has multiple implants all throughout his body. He didn't go into detail about those, but what he did say was he has a dog tag behind both ears. Um, I don't, I'm not talking like necessarily like a huge military metal dog tag, but maybe like a minor uh, tag that's, you know... For tracking purposes or for for whatever it is but it's in there and he talks about it what's interesting is emory actually stated that he looked at it and he found it very interesting and when these guys are talking you know it's not like you know you're, you're watching somebody who's telling a lie these guys clearly you know believe that it's true and he undergoes a, a uh, lie detector test i think it's in the second episode of the seventh season of cosmic disclosure so I love that because it's, it just, you know, kind of, I don't know if you believe that lie detectors prove, I mean, a lot of people say you can fake them, but, um, you know, he goes through it and the, the lie detector, uh, diagnostic technician basically states that, you know, what he is saying he believes is true. So 
that's a little bit more confirmation that he is who he says he is and his story is, you know, officially accurate. Um, so, here, hang on. So after he gets done talking, you know, he, he, he kind of goes into how they they cross space, right? Do they use light speed? Do they use uh, jump gates? Do they use, you know, faster than light speed? Um, so he, he says they do use jump gates. They do use uh, faster than light speed. Um, so there's FT, what they call FTLs, right? Stargate. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he, he's super fascinating, super interesting, but I thought like this whole, this whole, um, you know, Neuralink and, 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 and communication, uh, device is really interesting because not only, not only would that, that serve as a communication device, but it would serve as a total information at your thought tip device, right? Not your fingertip, but your thought tip, right? Your brain tip, whatever you want to say. Uh, <laughs> it's right there. Everything's right there. It's like Google, but in your, it's already in your brain. So you, you can just Google it, and as fast as that thing can process, it's already in your mind. That's the that's one of the most frustrating things about our time period is that we have the capability to type things out into our phone, but it's like. I, I even get frustrated. It's like, dude, I know I, I can swipe. I can type pretty fast. But generally speaking, I'll put it onto audio and I'll just speak it because I'm getting tired of just typing stuff into my, my phone. I think it should be faster. I think we have the technology clearly, right? All these guys are talking about it. Um, and there are links out there. Um, it's just, you know, it's that brave new world of giving up your freedom to having this implant in your brain where you won't have that freedom anymore. You would be able to be tracked. You would be able to be, you know, be heard, or maybe your thoughts could be heard, you know, could be, um, you know, I won't say heard, seen, whatever the case is. And then big brother's really on you. And like, I'm, I'm against that. I'm all for, you know, <clears throat> freedom of speech, you know, all of your individual rights, the Bill of Rights, I'm all for that. So I, it's this fine line, right? It's like I, I would love to have that Google technology, that that instant transfer of info so that you can use it any way you want. You want to look up your favorite movie star, whatever, or if you're trying to look up, you know, how to make grandma's mint pie, you know, whatever the case is. Um, but if you have that in your mind, if you have that inside your brain, better believe they're going to be able to track you they're going to be able to hear your thoughts and, and where does the filter end it doesn't end because you know with the device you're listening to me on can be heard as well and i know that as i record these podcasts they are listening to me as well so you got to keep these things in mind when you decide to engage with technology some people are moving away from this kind of technology they're moving into the dumb phones they're moving backwards the new uh i got a 20 24 year old uh uh stepbrother stepson uh and uh he has a uh <laughs> he has a dumb phone it's not really a dumb phone it's just like the older tech like the old blackberries you know and the uh just the limited internet I wouldn't want to go back to that. I'd live through that tech. Tech's great, but it's ahead. It it's time. And now we've got these smartphones. I'm not going back. Um, so I might be a little addicted, but I ain't going back. Uh, these, the, this, this tech is way too, way too great to, to throw away. So 
anyway, just wanted to bring that out to your attention. Wanted to make that aware that uh, Randy Kramer states that this tech's been around since way before Elon Musk has worked on it. And um, that they're using it for hive mind technology, Google information, you know, information at the, at the brain tips. And, um, you know, would you use it if it was offered to you at, uh, at Walmart? You know, would you pick up one? Go home with a self-implantation kit and put it in your brain. I don't know if I would. I, 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 mm, mm. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'd be the one with the dumb phone at that point, just holding on to my, my cell phone and uh, not implanting it into my brain. Anyway, guys, I'll let you go. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I've been cranking these out the past couple of days, so I hope you listen to all of them. They all, they're all individual, all different, and uh, bringing you different information. So I enjoy it. Uh, I hope you guys are having a great day, taking care of your physical health, spiritual health, emotional health, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, and as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, take care of yourselves, and Lockdown Universe out.